and welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. I'm Peter Dlhopolec and on this week's episode you are going to hear from Japanese ambassador Makoto Nakagawa. It doesn't happen often that I can speak to somebody from Japan so my excitement level could be on normal, which is why I forgot to ask him if he'd been to the Japanese garden in Bratislava, which is part of the Botanical Garden of Communist University near Lafranconi Bridge. I know, shame on me, apologies to everyone, but we're going to talk about other interesting places which you can go to and you don't even need a car for this. A bike may come in handy though. This episode, just like all the previous episodes about Slovakia's capital, has been supported by Bratislava Tourist Board and the Slovak Ministry of Transport and Construction. And now, let's get down to business. Good morning. I've learned also, like, how are you? Genki desu ka? Oh, genki desu ka. Very good, very yeah, good. good. Yep. Can we actually learn Japanese here in Bratislava? Oh, yes, uh, you can. Uh, we have maybe two or three uh, Japanese schools in this Bratislava. Ah, cool. Yeah, and also including the uh, college courses as well. So you arrived in Slovakia before summer or in August? Towards the end of June. So I've oh, been yes. here a bit more than four months. I assume this is your first time. Yeah, this is my first time. Have you had time to explore the city? Yeah, actually, uh, we already had the uh, summertime, and so uh, uh, despite the uh, coronavirus yeah. uh, situation, uh, I really, I, I think I'm really enjoying the uh, things in Bratislava area, including my hobby stuff. Uh, I really like um, bike riding. Where did you find that passion, actually, for cycling? First of all, I liked uh, dealing with the mechanical things and uh, ah. uh, since my young days. So I started uh, being fond of um, bikes. Uh, starting from my junior high school time. So at that time, I just painted, repainted my bikes and the uh, changing parts. And But actually, I really got uh, uh, serious on my bike uh, when I my family was uh, living in Paris about uh, 15 years ago or nearly 20 years ago. And I watched the uh, Tour de France uh, mm-hmm. and I really got serious on that. So I got my road bike there in France and I brought it back to Japan. And I really enjoyed the uh, road bikes uh, along the uh, busy roads in Tokyo. But here, I really found the mountain bikes is best here in this yeah. area. So uh, I got new uh, mountain bike here. Really? Yeah, I'm really enjoying the mountain trails and the along the river trails. Uh, so uh, I, I really think the uh, the environment here is a kind of a cyclist heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So which roads do you prefer? Uh, I frequently use the the uh, uh, bike roads along the the Danube River towards the uh, Dan- uh, Danubinia Museum. Danubina, yeah, yeah. yeah. But my favorite one is the uh, mountain trails in the uh, Forest Park up to uh, Bielikris area. Mm-hmm. It's a serious climb, <laughs> mountain climb. But I do like uh, these uh, uh, tranquil uh, atmosphere in the uh, uh, small Carpathian mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so... I'm not from Bratislava, but like before this podcast, they wanted to take a run mm-hmm. alongside one of those cycling routes here. Uh-huh. So I took the one to uh, Jevin and Jevinska uh-huh. Kobula, Jevinske Azero, mm-hmm. that area, which is also one of your favorites. Yeah, that's right. Um, how long does it take? Because I, yeah. I did a run, but you yeah, actually, cycled there. It's about, uh, it's, it's about 12 kilometers uh, from my place to uh, Jevin Castle. And so uh, it's about uh, 20 minutes ride to Jevin. But I usually go farther than the uh, Jevin Castle. Uh, I tr- I follow the uh, trail along the uh, 
Yulovelo 13 uh, Trail along the Amurava River banks up to uh, uh, Vishoke. Visaka Primorava, yeah. That's, 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 that's right. settlement. Yeah. It's, a, it's a long distance. It's about uh, 30, less than 40 kilometers one way. So uh, it, it will take about uh, an hour and a half or, an, or a bit less than two hours to get there. Well, my run was not that long. I think I finished where Javinsky Azarov, the lake is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I ran, do you know the Sihoj Island? In the uh, Moravari, uh, Morava River? No, where, where, the, where the borough of Karlovaves is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's an island. And mm-hmm. that island is connected basically to the mainland, so mm-hmm. to speak, with one bridge. Uh-huh. So I ran to that bridge and from mm-hmm. there the cycling route ends. Mm-hmm. So you need to cycle alongside the cars. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, to me, dangerous. So I did not take... I did not continue alongside the road, but I took a staircase and I went through Devinska Kobila, uh-huh. which is like a nature reserve here mm-hmm. in Bratislava. Mm-hmm. So it took me, I think, nine kilometers to get kilometers. to Devinska Novaves, uh-huh. which is another borough yeah, yeah. in Bratislava. And from there I continued to Devinska Yazaro. I see. Do you know anything about Javinsky Azaro? Um, actually, because uh, um, it's really connected to another hobby of yours, mm-hmm. which that's is right. bird watching. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so Javinsky Azaro, Javinsky Lake, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not a lake indeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like a floodplain area, yeah, which yeah. gets flooded when there's a lot of rain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that's an I area. I experienced that yeah, already. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, that's the area. I think the most suitable for you if you want to see some True. birds. Yeah, actually, uh, I haven't seen so many birds yet, but uh, actually... Oh, it's winter time nearly. It's so, a winter yeah. time, yeah. But uh, the uh, during the uh, summertime, uh, when I was biking along the uh, that area, particular yeah. area, I remember uh, having seen uh, big stork birds uh, uh, nesting and bringing up their, uh, their chicks and... Uh, in a family and in crowds and uh, yeah, actually you are right actually that was a very wet uh, wet area so uh, during the summer time uh, I was a bit annoyed with the mosquitoes and bees <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, I, I did see a very that was very impressive I, I really see on a big stork because uh, in Japan back in Japan it's really rare to see uh, big stork birds uh, uh-huh. flying around you in nature natural environment so I was really, I stopped my bike and I took a, a, lot, of, a lot of pictures of uh, uh, stork birds. Do you have actually binoculars when you want to watch birds or? I do have, yeah, I do cool. have for my bird watching. Yeah. But I, when, I, when I'm on the bike, my bike, I don't bring my <laughs> big binoculars. <laughs> just a question. I just took my several photos, uh, <laughs> a lot of photos with my, uh, with my smartphone. Yeah, so like over the weekend, I did not see any birds apart mm. from... Uh, Heron, mm-hmm. and so I ran for about 13 kilometers. I did not see any bird, mm. but on my way back, I saw just this one heron on the pole. Mm-hmm. So there was a nest, yeah. a stork nest, uh-huh. and there was that heron. So that was my only bird experience from that run. Uh. But apart from birds, actually, on that road, you can also see war bunkers mm-hmm. from the Second World War. Do you remember those? I, I remember that. I remember that. I remember having seen uh, maybe two or three uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wartime bunkers uh, just beside the, the uh, bike road. So when I when I was running, I saw just on the other side of the riverbank, those wooden constructions, mm-hmm. which... 
maybe that's for bird watching. I didn't figure it out, uh, but probably. I'm not sure. <laughs> the only bird watching facility I ever seen nearby is the, the one on the, the Danube River area. If you go towards the Danube, Danubinia Museum on the left side oh, yeah. of the river, there is a nice uh, uh, bird watching uh, facility along the uh, cycling road. I saw that, although I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. So uh, during the winter time or early spring time, my 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 plan is to visit there with my cameras and binoculars <laughs> this time to to see uh, uh, big birds and uh, water waterfowls. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the other day when I was following the this particular cycling road, I saw. Uh, Uh, big white swans uh, uh, floating on the that air, peaceful area. So many of them. Many ah, of them. Yeah. Well, that area is Rusovska Zdrash, which is a water reservoir mm-hmm, on the Danube. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, so a lot of birds mm. spend their winter there. Yeah. So you should go there now or in the coming months. That's right. That's right. And to Jevinske Azero, I think in April, mm-hmm. that's maybe the best month to observe birds and watch yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Harry Thank you very much for uh, nice suggestions. Uh, definitely, I would like to follow your uh, <laughs> advice. Well, you're welcome. And then I think uh, so. Uh, I told you about the Seahawk Island. Probably mm-hmm. there you can also do some bird watching. Uh-huh. Yeah, very close to the city yeah. center. Yeah. Also in the small Carpathian, I'm sure. Dievinska yeah. Kobila as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, and when I do my photographies of the birds, uh, I have to use my car. <laughs> because uh. Uh, I usually carry tripods and also the uh, big uh. telescope uh, lens. And uh, I so do you have must be kind really of experienced. Uh, professional uh, uh, camera equipment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because I... I've been uh, shooting photos uh, of my of my son's soccer games and uh, football games and... Uh, So uh, I did a lot of the uh, uh, kind of a sports uh, photography in the past, and also so my daughter is really keen on the uh, musical uh, performances on the stage. So I, uh, I also did the uh, so stage, you, stage photos as well. So if you were not an ambassador, you would be a photographer. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was one possibility. Actually, I was really impressed. Uh, maybe 30 years ago, I traveled uh, for for a month uh, in Africa, in Tanzania. Ah. Actually, at that time, my aim was to climb up to uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. That's the highest peak you've ever climbed? Yeah, actually, I've been to the uh, top of Kil- Mount Kilimanjaro, about ah. 6,000 meters high. Yeah, it took about a week. Your hikes here in Slovakia are going to take much less time. Although I think you're going to enjoy Slovakia because you do cycling, you mm-hmm. enjoy bird watching. So like around Slovakia, you can find, I think, about 40 bird areas. Yeah. Um, so we talked about those ones in Bratislava. And I forgot to mention Sislovské Polia. Mm-hmm. That's another area. And so you can watch there the great bustard. Uh-huh. Hopefully it doesn't sound weird, but that's the bird. And so you can watch them in uh, in this area, even during the winter time. I really wish uh, I have uh, enough time to enjoy fully. The, those well, you've just arrived. Of, you've uh, just arrived. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I, But I already know that uh, your country, Slovakia, uh, is uh, full of uh, charms, uh, cultural, oh. uh, historical charms and uh, natural charms. And so uh, 
Uh, I'm not sure if I can have enough time to, <laughs> to enjoy those uh, oh, fully. Yeah. We are a small country, so I'm, I'm sure you will. Uh, uh, tell me, actually, what do the Japanese people like about... Bratislava or Slovakia when they come here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, unfortunately, uh, uh, many Japanese tourists coming to this town, Bratislava, spend a very short time. That should uh, very, change. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, very often they stayed in Vienna and yeah. uh, uh, pays a day visit to Bratislava and uh, they just uh, walk around in the old area, old city area. And then they go back. But definitely, uh, as we have already discussed, I understand if you go deeper and deeper of Bratislava and deeper of your country, Slovakia as a whole, you will find uh, uh, much more impressive uh, charms and uh, tourism assets. I do think the Japanese like this town, Bratislava. Because they find uh, so many nice historical uh, palaces and the uh, nice landscape of uh, old town area, they, they simply like the uh, the history in this town. What are your favorite boats in Bratislava? I do enjoy walking around the old uh, town, uh, yeah. town uh, near St. Martin uh, Church area. Mm-hmm. I do like the, together with the uh, magnificent view of Bratislava Castle. And also I take a lot of the uh, pictures of this uh, area too. Like a proper tourist. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've been here only four months yet. So so you must take those pictures, I yeah, understand. Yeah. Well, actually, I've never come across any Japanese tourists. Uh, my view is that uh, Japanese uh, do know less than we would expect about the, your country. Well, but I think that's the same for me. Like when you, uh-huh. if you ask me something about Japan, I probably would say just a few things. Yeah, because if you compare Bratislava with uh, Prague or uh, other V4 countries, um, uh, they have their capital city uh, for, for, for many, many years. And uh, Bratislava has been the uh, capital of uh, uh, the Slovak Republic only in the past 30 years. So the name of Bratislava is uh, not so much known uh, yet by the uh, Japanese, and uh, they simply haven't understood the uh, deepness of this country's history or culture or uh, wildlife and uh, natural environment. But uh, uh, definitely it might be a good idea to give more push on the uh, tourism policy Uh, in this country to make the the Slovak Republic known more uh, to the uh, people uh, in the world, including uh, Japanese. Uh, So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see see. in three years how many Japanese tourists will come here. (laughs) Okay, so that is a big task for me. (laughs) Thank you very much for giving me a nice uh, heavy (laughs) homework. (laughs) Actually, Uh, but this is a serious discussion and uh, definitely this is uh, uh, part of my... Uh, duty here. But I think you promote Japan here quite successfully. I mean, I saw uh, on Facebook or on your website that you plant sakuras here. Mm -hmm. Is this the tradition you started or your predecessors started that? This year, year 2020, is the uh, celebrative year for to celebrate the 100 years of uh, commemoration of the start of the friendship between uh, uh, the Slovak Republic and Ah, Japan. Okay. Yeah, the history goes back to uh, 1920. And so uh, my predecessor... Uh, started the uh, plan to uh, plant sakura trees, which Mm -hmm. is a symbol of Japan, uh, in various parts of Slovakia. 
And uh, our aim was, is to uh, plant uh, 450 uh, sakura trees uh, in Bratislava and all over uh, Slovakia. If you go to Petrojavka area or if you go to uh, a zoo or if you go to uh, some of the streets uh, on the, in the Bratislava area, uh-huh. uh, you can see uh, many sakura trees already planted. Okay. Uh, we just launched the uh, new program on our Japanese ambas- embassy's uh, homepage and also Facebook. To introduce the uh, the uh, Japanese uh, cuisine, which oh, yeah. reflects what shall I say? We we do we do celebrate 24 uh, sub seasons under the uh, four seasons. Ah, yeah. So in, in to Japanese, uh, we feel that uh, seasons are changing so quickly. So every two weeks, uh, we will have the uh, different sense for the uh, changing seasons. So you, have, so you have different meals for each season? We have a lot of the uh, uh, long tradition events uh, for those uh, uh, time changes. We do have the different kinds of Japanese cuisine. So starting from November, uh, if you check the uh, website, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are introducing the, uh, the uh, uh, monthly Uh, the Japanese cuisine to be used uh, uh, in accordance with those uh, uh, changes of the seasons. Are the Japanese restaurants in Bratislava? They are very good. They are very good. Yeah, to be honest, I, I'm a bit surprised because uh, uh, the Japanese, for Japanese uh, meals, Jap- Japanese foods, Japanese uh, cuisine, fish is a very important. Uh, and uh, Slovakia is a landlocked country. And so uh, my expectation was that it would be difficult to to uh, to grab a nice uh, fish uh, uh, ingredient. Uh, oh for no! The and the Danube of Germany. That's right. <laughs> But basically, we we use a sea fish uh, for uh, the Japanese cuisine. We do use the uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Uh, non-seawater fish as well. But actually, I found, we found, including my uh, personal chef uh, working at my residence, uh, he's a specialist of the Japanese uh, cuisine. And, uh, so, says, does he, so does he follow these 24 seasons? Yeah, actually, uh, he supervised this program and he ah. cooks himself. Well, we're going to yeah. follow that on Facebook yeah. or on your website. last thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. that's Bratislava and Tokyo. In this series, we basically also compare mm-hmm. the capitals. Um, I don't know if it's possible to compare Bratislava and Tokyo, because Tokyo is really huge. Bratislava right. seems to be a village <laughs> if we compare no. it to Tokyo. So I gave you an assignment before the podcast uh, to think about some differences, similarities. Uh-huh. Have you managed to gather some similarities? The word uh, homogeneous comes up to my mind when I put myself in the center of Bratislava. Uh, homogeneous uh, in the sense that uh, it is not homogeneous uh, in, in the U.S. or in Paris or in London. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, here, the atmosphere is different. And if you go to Tokyo, Tokyo got the year very internationalized, uh, that's true. But basically, uh, Japan and, and Tokyo uh, is dominated by the uh, Japanese. And uh, uh, it's really homogeneous, including uh, the, the, yeah. way, uh, the way they think, well, the way they speak. So uh, uh, this kind of hom- being homogeneous is, uh, is a very familiar um, atmosphere for me. So this is a great similarity. I don't know if that's actually a good thing. That's well, true. We'll see in future. And yeah. about the differences? Or is there any other similarity? People are really honest uh, in this city and mm-hmm. uh, in this country at large. 
and uh, which is also a, a common common value am- among the Japanese or in Tokyo as well. So uh, there are a lot of similarities and differences. Yeah, it's uh, many many differences. Yeah, you are right. Uh, Tokyo is a big metropolitan city, but Tokyo is really packed city. Everything is time bound and busy. Very few uh, natural environment. But here in Bratislava, you have a very ideal balance of the uh, interesting and exciting uh, professional uh, life, uh, work life, and the uh, uh, very rich uh, time uh, as a person, human being, to spend mm-hmm. for doing uh, cycling or bird watching or just putting yourself in the uh, natural environment. You can fully enjoy your uh, individual life and or family life as a person here. If it's I a ask, big difference. Yeah, so if I ask you about the lesson uh, Japan could learn from Bratislava, mm-hmm. I think that would be the thing that maybe Tokyo or people in Tokyo, they wouldn't have to be necessarily stressed out. Right. They should enjoy more the free That's time, right. right? Exactly. Yeah, because maybe a Tokyo metropolitan city should uh, pay more attention to how better to achieve the uh, good balance of uh, work life and mm-hmm. the personal life uh, for uh, uh, residents in Tokyo area, maybe uh, doing more of the uh, uh, green parks and uh, more facilities, and vice versa. Uh, maybe Bratislava or Slovakia can put more emphasis on tourism. But you're not the only one who raised this point. Mm. Okay, and it's December, it you're is. staying here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, are you gonna celebrate Christmas in uh, the Slovak way or the Japanese way? Do you celebrate that actually in Japan? Uh, I don't possibly, know. possibly similar way. Uh, even in Japan, uh, we do uh, put the uh, Christmas trees uh, at home and uh, with the Christmas right. ornaments. But here, especially, it's really rare, almost impossible to have the uh, row. Uh, cedar trees uh, for a Christmas tree. So if I can do that uh, here... Uh, you can. Yeah, Maybe not I a cedar like tree, but other types of trees are yeah. available. Yeah. Well, so I really hope that you're going to enjoy your Christmas here, thank despite you very much. the pandemic, and thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed. Thank you very much. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. A big thank you to Japanese ambassador Makoto Nakagawa and to you lovely people for listening. There's one more episode coming up next week and then the Bratislava series will be over. In the meantime, you can listen to some previous episodes. You'll find them on spectator.sk and on several streaming services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Take care, have a great week and see you very soon.